0: dildo or whatever dildo dildo
1: hello and welcome i'm steve
2: and i'm al and i'm brett
1: and this is fools with tools a podcast for the diffusing norman <laughs> gentlemen yes i said it because of you two, you fuckers how are we what's everyone been up to brett you go first because al looks like he's still doing something
2: <laughs> Al looks like he's busy yeah uh, um, things are things are good uh, we just finished the knife making class which was super super neat we had a really small class this time around compared to say when you guys were out here and the 500 people that showed up um, it was a success everyone ended up making multiple knives and Having a good time? I don't know. It it was a success. There's not a whole lot of detail to go into it. Steve did a fantastic job. His name is Steve (laughs) Pellegrino Cutlery. Um, Super talented guy. And I think everyone really learned a lot in the class, which is what we were hoping for. So Steve is a wealth of knowledge for being as young as he is. Um, So, yeah, it was good. And it was... A lot of work to do the setup for it. I am completely exhausted, but here we are doing what we do. Nice. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, Al, what about you?
0: Uh, What have I been up to? I don't know. Oh, yes. Got lots of um, fun merchandise stuff uh, ready for Maker Central.
1: Yeah, we did. T shirts, stickers,
0: freebies, giveaways, goodie bags, um, all sorts of fun stuff. So look out for the dicks in the stupid T-shirts when he gets to, <laughs> <laughs> get to make essential, um, and some will be shot in your face, yeah. in your face um, <laughs> when we're up on stage. We'll talk a little bit more about make essential at the end, I think, and maybe some AOB. But yes. yeah, bit bit of designing. Yeah, yeah. Did good. um did got some more gardening done. I think it's going to turn out that I am just going to have to fucking do it myself after last week. Um, that does so... not surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, so it's just more, more clearing out shit and, and years worth of thorns and bushes and shit. So it's,
1: it's actually looking quite nice. Got a nice little, nice little space. Nice oh, little Saturday. Lovely. Yeah, it's good. Cool. Uh, what have I been up to, you ask? What have you been oh, up to, Steve? I... <laughs> I, uh, what did I do? I've been, I, I actually got to spend a little bit of time in the workshop dicking around and I, I, I spent the entire week in completely the wrong headspace because I was like, oh, I'm going to organize the shop and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that and do this and did a load of like unnecessary shop projects. Like I tidied up the electrics and made a little box for it to go in. And spent, like, yeah, mm-hmm. you say unnecessary, but you know, all those little yeah. things you need doing. I know, but I've got a shitload of stuff that I actually need to make, and I need to get on with. And it's like I, the, the the little electrical box could have definitely waited because it was fine, despite what Tim thinks. Um, but uh, but yeah, so and I kind of had to give myself a bit of a kick up the ass for not cracking on with things that I need to be cracking on with. Mm. Um, and yeah, and then i i did some I did some Photoshop. Thanks. Yeah, to, you did. Thanks to Al's wonderful instruction. Because uh, turns out it's quite hard. Uh, well, it's not hard. It's actually really simple. It's just the fact that I'm an idiot and can't figure out where buttons are. I think it's somewhere in between. Um, but uh, but yeah, it was really good fun. Um, so I did that uh, and got them sorted and they're getting printed soon as well. And uh, yeah, I think that's about it. That's about all I've been up to. Nice. Um, so, nice. I'm not segueing into the topic. I'm just going to talk about it, and then we'll. Oh, to but I'm going
2: it. to announce it as I always do.
1: Well, <laughs> if there's not a segue. I've got to. We like,
2: thought we'd talk about this. <laughs> I mean, Game the thing. Thrones.
1: No, no, no. <laughs> um, thing is, is that like there's there's lots of different ways of of segueing into it, and
0: oh, <laughs> dude, you're embarrassed at your own segue. <laughs>
1: uh yeah basically we were going to talk about um uh celebrating differences so um the fact that there's a lot of people in this community and there's a lot of here he goes very very different <laughs> ways fuck off mm-hmm. a lot of very very different ways of doing things um and the fact that just because you might do something one way that the beauty of this of, of of the whole YouTube thing is the fact that you can get to see someone do, do something in a way that you never would have thought of. Um, and how that can help kind of inspire ideas and things like that. Um, I did have a really good story about, uh, how I'd watched a video and that, that, on um, something that I'd done a hundred times before and was like, Oh fuck, that's actually a much better way of doing it. I'd never have thought of that, but I forgot the video cause I didn't write it down. And, this well shift. done. Yeah, this shift has kind of killed me. So instead, I'm going to pass over to Brett to talk about the thing that you talked about in the pre-show.
2: <laughs> <laughs> nice smooth throat, transition. Yeah. Happy to catch that one. All right, <laughs> here we go. Uh, yeah, so we talked about knife making from the perspective of blacksmith versus stock removal. Because very often there's a there's a line drawn in the sand between those two groups Mm. and a lot of purist blacksmiths a lot of people that like swinging hammers see a value in you know creating the shapes yourself over the anvil and people see stock removal as somehow cheaper or or less thoughtful i don't know like there's less heart in it um and so Steve and I ended up having a discussion in front of the class and legitimately tried to argue why one was better than the other. Was it, like it probably like debate? We were you in like a sports jacket on. And... <laughs> oh, yeah. We both were holding fake microphones that nice. we had you know, cut out of stock. Um, <laughs> not forged. Yeah, not forged, of course. Uh, and we couldn't come up with a good argument because all it came down to was opinion and perspective. Right. Or or aesthetics, right? Whatever's pleasing to one person doesn't necessarily have to be the right way. So the discussion of, you know, oh, you can mirror polish a blade, put a razor edge on it and put a beautiful handle on it and blah, blah, blah. Out of flat stock, harden it. It's all the same. Um, Or I could, you know, pound one out of a sheet of knife steel and do the same kind of processes and if i really sanded it down and grinded it it would look the exact same yeah Yeah. so if you want the forge finish on it then yeah that can be that can be an aesthetically pleasing thing for some people but also i know a handful of people that will take flat stock cut a knife out of it and then put it in a forge and hit it a little bit with a hammer so you get the forge (laughs) look And so at that point, you're just in this middle ground of like, well, I like the look of forging, but I don't want to do it. And, you know, I spend all this time on my handles, whatever. The end of the day, we couldn't come up with a good reason for why one is better than the other. Right. And it ended up kind of diffusing the situation uh, because I I, I did end up doing a little bit of a forge demo. I talked people through the process of what it would mean to shape into the same kind of stuff they were cutting out. And then I, I did do a little throwing knife for Steve just as a thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, I had a handful of people at the end going, oh, that looks really cool. And I love the finish on it and everything. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I mean, but this is what we were talking about. It doesn't make a lick of difference. And honestly, their kitchen knives that everybody made are 100 times sharper than what I produced because I, I'm not a knife maker. <laughs> so <laughs> I needed to be pointy enough to throw into a block of wood. Um, yeah. but people like the look of it just cause it had some, some hand forward shapes in it. And, um, it was really interesting, but yeah, the, you know, everyone got it there at the end too, where you go, Oh, well I hand sanded the handle though. And this is all ergonomically correct for me. Yeah. Everybody's knife fits themselves. It's, oh yeah. It was a nice, healthy argument that we had that ended in everyone just accepting that There are different ways of doing (laughs) things and still achieving the same goal. So,
1: I mean, I I guarantee there's there's a couple knife makers that are from in one camp or the other that are sat shouting at the shot, (laughs) shot themselves. (laughs) Uh, They're sat shouting at the radio at the moment, going, "No, this one's better because of this, and this one's better because of that, and all this." But unless you're doing um, like uh, either like something like San Mai or you are doing a a Damascus sort of style or pattern welded, whatever you want to call it. If, unless you're doing that sort of stuff, and to to be fair, even if you're doing that, you can buy flat stock fucking pattern welded now. Like it's,
0: it's, (laughs) I'm afraid.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, I mean that like I've, I've had this discussion with so many people that yes, there are differences between the two and there's differences in the way that the metal is and all all that stuff. But unless you're like th- th- from general use, you're never gonna e- even notice the differences between the two. In the in terms of, you're never gonna notice the difference in um, the process yeah. when you're using it. Like it's not in- it's
0: not like it's a sword where you're actually like putting it under like immense stresses yeah. and you know the actual structure of it of yeah you know the <laughs> the grain is gonna make such a difference. I mean yeah, there's there's, and- there's gonna be like objective reasons yeah and, that you, and you could be sensible about and say it's better because of this
1: yeah exactly and and the thing is is even then there's you know there's, there's a lot of processes that it goes through um that that negate a lot of of that stuff because of you know your whole normalizing cycle and all of that sort of stuff um so yeah i think it's because this is one of the things is a lot of people will get into this mindset of oh well, this is the way i do it therefore this is the right way to do it and um and like Alex is a perfect example. Um uh Alex Pohl, the guy that I work for. Um we uh when I first started um working for him, we did the 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 Hudson Bay pattern axes that we make, they all had a traditional teardrop, teardrop shaped um eye. Nowadays we'll do a like an oval-shaped eye, so it doesn't narrow it at one point. So you can the you can turn the drift in either way round. And it's still the same shape. It's not a, a monodirectional shape. Um, and so, fuck off! <laughs> yeah. I, I wanted to say bi-directional. I was like, "That's not right." Um, but yeah, so you, you know, it, it becomes bi-directional. Um, and just because actually he he saw some other guys doing it and was like, "Oh, well, yeah, no, that make that totally makes sense." You know, well, I don't need to do it like this. So I'm gonna I'm gonna change the way I do it. And I think that's one of the things that um, one one of the reasons I really enjoy. Uh, being or having access to to all these other people, and it's not just um, other metalworkers and other blacksmiths. It's it's people from all different crafts and and things. And the fact that you can look at the way someone else is doing it and apply it to what you're doing, whether even if it's in, in a completely different medium. You know, I can I can look at the way that um, I I don't know I can, I can look at the way that Ellen has has made a pattern and then transferred it onto the material and done it in such a way that you know she's got the maximum usage of that material or she's she's done it she had to do it in such a way because of the the weave of the pattern so that that means that you know you have to cut this shape out like that because that's where the strength is and all that mm. and going oh well, I can apply that to you know the the grain of the wood or to to whatever else and and being able to see and understand these kind of other processes that people have to go and 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 understand it to the point where you can apply it to to the stuff you're working on um which i think is it, it's a it, it's something that, that is quite a modern thing because you know 50 years ago you didn't have youtube you didn't have the what 10 15 years ago you didn't have youtube and the internet in the way that we do now you didn't have access to to be able to see these things and i think there's there are a lot of people that are still stuck in that kind of no, this is the way that I do it, and I'm not doing it in any other way because every other way is wrong, sort of thing. Um, and I can't think of of anything that I do that I um, that I wouldn't be willing to change for any reason other than. But know, I is... won't do that. <laughs> um, but for any reason other than the fact that you know this is how I do it, and this is how I feel comfortable doing it. Um, and it's not that I'm not willing to change it. It's just the fact that it's, you know, it it means relearning those, those muscle memories and things like that. Um, and I just wondering if there's any, like you guys do that you, you're kind of adamant, actually, this is, this is the way that I've, I've always done it. And this is the way that I want to keep doing it because this is the thing that works for me. Even if that thing is completely different to the way that everybody else in the world does it.
0: I mean I think that's 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 part of the charm and part of the beauty of it. If if we all did stuff exactly the same way, th- yeah. it wouldn't be fun watching anyone. You know, yeah. that's that that's that's part of the reason. I mean, I just watched um Uncle Knacker's. I don't know if you know um the AY for Knuckleheads, he's an Australian guy. Really funny, really just kind of like down-to-earth bloke. He'll just do like scrap kind of um a bit like Chris Q in that respect, you know, just like yeah. really, really simple, humble projects. Um and he made a bottle opener, and it was kind of like the the Laura engineered bottle yeah. opener, but it wasn't. It was just like total redneck. It was just like a trebuchet, and he just <laughs> hit it, and it just popped the bottle off. And it was like super simple, but like ridiculous over the top. Um, yeah. <laughs> and even you know that I've never seen a bottle opener that opened that way. But yeah. even some of the just the technique, it was all simple, like glued and screwed. It was really really basic. Like you know, you could make it at home with a drill and a, and a circular saw. Um, but again, it was all just like the odd little technique that uh, I'm pretty sure uh, like woodworking snobs would like mm-hmm. yeah. if they saw that or like spit yeah. the dummy out or go, no, nah, it's not how you do it. I'll play. And it's <laughs> yes. In theory, you're right. But we're all, the whole point is we're all creative people. Yeah. Objectivity doesn't really come into it. I'm sure if you were knocking out uh, uh, thousands of these for a living, and try to meet health and safety rigs and like, you know, you yeah. try to save as, as much. I'm a fucking hypocrite as usual, but um, <laughs> I was speaking to Phil eight, eight trades. The other night oh yeah. And he was asking, uh, how do you cut a pepper like skin side up or skin side down? Like oh, a, like a bell pepper, like a capsule. Yeah, yeah. And it was just like, well, I've never really thought about it. I, I mm. must've cut hundreds of thousands of them yeah. over my career. Um, Literally, because it was one of the th- one of the vegetables that I, I did fuckloads for in catering, um, but I never thought about it. And I was like, "Well, I cut them skin side up because the skin's yeah. it's like a tomato. The skin's tough, so you want to cut through that first. Then it's just easy, easy street with the flesh. And it doesn't rock around. It's like trying to cut a boat. You know why would I? Why would I cut it? And he's like, "Yeah, but everyone I watched and, t- and said you should cut it skin. And it's like who the fuck is having this conversation? <laughs> who is who is who gives a shit enough? About which way up you cut a pepper? Yeah, ironically, we're talking about it now. But <laughs> and and then I, and then I showed him. But then I also showed him like how to cut a pepper without wasting any pepper. Because yeah. everyone I've ever watched who's not a chef. Just cuts the top off a pepper, and it's yeah, like you've, you've cut, just, you've just you cut around the green bit. You don't need to cut anything. You literally just cut a pepper in half and you just pop it out. Yeah. No, no cutting involved, and you don't waste any pepper. And everyone I watch it just stresses me out. And I'm like, <laughs> but it's not the proper way to do it, proper yeah. pepper. It's not the proper way to do it. It's <laughs> just. I I do that because I, I cut them in bulk yeah. and like every gram counts, like every slice of pepper counts. It got yeah. to the point where, you know, I'm I'm laying six pieces on a plate and doing 300 covers. If I'm missing a piece, it's like, fuck, you know, times that by however many services yeah. and, and every night. It's like I learn how to get as many fucking slices out of a pepper as I could. Yeah. Um, but that wasn't me being creative. That wasn't me expressing myself. That wasn't me in the maker community, like, learning new things. That was just like efficiency. Yeah, so absolutely, Brett. Back to your point about like the best way to make a knife. There probably is like reasons why um, you know a stock removal knife is better. There's probably reasons why a forge knife is better, and you can be objective about it. But that's not how it works. You're going to get two groups of people who are passionate and stubborn. Yeah, <laughs> and that's going to be the that's going to be the, the 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 rhetoric. That's going to be the, yeah. the dialogue. Is is this kind of
1: this um, is my opinion and it's great right, right, because it's yeah, my yeah. opinion
0: which I yeah. which I love being a part of because yeah. I'm such, I'm I'm so fucking feeble and on the fence and I'm a hypocrite <laughs> that I will I will just flip back and forth because I don't because I love I love objectivity. So yeah. I can absolutely see it from both sides no matter what the conversation is. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a healthy way to look at it but also kind of you know you're allowed you're allowed to be passionate about what you do.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And just I know Brett you've got a point to make but I just quickly want to say um after you saying that about uh, the like the right way to cut a uh, pepper and everything, <laughs> genuinely, I've I've always cut uh, uh, tomatoes and onions in a certain way. Never really thought anything about it until I watched uh, the Basics with Babish episode um, a <laughs> couple of months back and was like, holy shit, that's yep. such a better way of cutting onions. So now <laughs> I cut my onions like that. Yep. Uh, yeah, sorry, Brett, you carry on.
2: No, no, no. We're gonna just keep talking about food. So
1: <laughs> I'm totally okay with that.
2: Out when I was doing the reporting out in Vegas, yeah. Uh, that was the first time in my young <gasps> adult life. What?
1: Sorry, carry on. I'll write it down. And Why do you do that?
2: Why do you do that? Because now I just want to know what the hell react made you react that way. But I'm in the middle of like a really lame story <laughs> that now I feel like I don't want to finish.
1: <laughs> Sorry, it's just taking the piss out of the Welsh. That's all. What? Oh
2: my God! All right. So anyway, Al, <laughs> uh, when I learned from a chef that when you're cooking it on mass, yep. right, when you're doing a lot of veg, um, the consistency is is one of the highest priorities, right? So when you're julienning, um, you don't want a lot of inconsistency because that means that things cook at different speeds. And you want consistent size in your cubing or dicing or whatever the hell that you do. And I grew up around a bunch of country cooks that were just like, I don't know, you cut a potato into a handful of things and you throw them in a pot and then you let the potatoes cook. And it was always, I had flashbacks of my younger days of going, yeah, I remember eating potato soup and like certain pieces felt like they were still uncooked and then other ones felt really mushy. And... But I love potato soup from when I was little. It was amazing. And so now it's just become this opinion thing where somebody fed me the fact. And now I'm like, that's not how you slice an onion because they're all different sizes. And it's all going to cook really inconsistency. And some people don't even like onions.
0: Idiots don't like onions. Easy. Um, but I will raise you that. that it's the Please incons- do. It's the inconsistencies that make life beautiful. Mm, and yeah. if I was to eat a homogenous perfectly cubed fucking potato, chowder, whatever, that would not be interesting in my mouth. No. And I hate that. And that's why I hate like whole Cuisine no. and this whole kind of fancy fucking posh um, restaurants where everything's foams and like all about laying out and presentations. Like, no, that's not hearty, wholesome goodness. Yeah. You know, the fact that little the little crusty bits around the edge of a lasagna and, and, and the, the bits that are burnt and the bits of cheese that are all yeah. caramelised and stuff. That's the tasty bits. Yeah. If it was just, a, if, 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 like, a roast ham was just a perfect cube <laughs> and every slice was exactly the same, it, you wouldn't be fighting over anything. There wouldn't be, you know, people's favourite bits, you know, like, yeah. oh, I like that bit, I like, you know.
1: You look at a barbecue place, there's, there's a, an entire fucking dish dedicated to the burnt ends.
0: Oh, exactly.
1: Like and and that's that's the whole thing is like those those little differences those little fucking obscurities are, are great. That's yeah. yeah, that's what people really enjoy. That's what people go for. Yeah. But there are like to circle this back back round to the thing that I thought about earlier on. <laughs> <laughs> there are some things that that are just plain. You see someone do something in a different way, and you you instantly become kind of repulsed and. <laughs> And you think it's (laughs) wrong. Here we go. And you spend literally weeks. Literally. Literally weeks giving this person shit over their weird ass choices. Including uh when uh when we had the pool uh the the pub up in uh Warsaw, one of the guys that lived there um was Welsh. And we bought like we me and my brother had been back home, and we'd brought up with us a massive cottage pie to share with everyone that was living in the pub. And um, and it was really nice, and everyone was talking about it. And then Nick started going on about how he was going home a couple of weeks afterwards, and he was like, oh, yeah, I'll bring one back. I'll bring one back. great. It's the best thing you've ever eaten. He brought it back, and I shit you not, it had carrots in, like, in with the mints. It had carrots, which... <laughs> Yeah, I I can kind of accept carrots in there. Yep, yeah, fine, whatever. Then it had peas, which... No, that's a bit weird. Then it had tinned fucking spaghetti.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who the fuck puts tinned spaghetti in a fucking cottage pie? Huh? <laughs> 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 this is um, a
2: great
0: episode. I mean, this, this isn't just about how to cook. I mean, yeah. th- there are... <laughs> there is the there is the right way to do something and and that in terms of like the most efficient or the neatest yeah. or the cleanest like i i love your your example brett of like cutting julienne and stuff in, in perfect and in perfect dice and things it's like taking an organically shaped vegetable knocking it down into a cube first so then you can slice it into to, to squares and then he can slice those squares into battens and he can like and it's like have some fucking respect mm-hmm. for 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 the original object. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, yes, it's neat, but is neat what we're striving for? Um, yeah. Is it, so if 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 the argument of of the guy wanting to do joinery in a certain way is because that's the strongest way to do it, you know, everyone hates on fucking pocket pocket holes and pocket screws. Yeah. Um, why? It's quick, it's easy, You know, it's unsightly, it's, you know, I mean, it's out of the way. Um, you can do more beautiful joinery, you can do quicker joinery, you can do cheaper joinery, you can do more complicated joinery. And every, every one of them has their benefits. But I don't know if it's woodwork in particular, but people have a real sort of um, visceral passion for the right way to do things. Yeah. And if I hadn't have ever met any of those people or seen what they do, the right way for things, to do things for me would be glue and screw. I don't care what it looks like. It's the back of a drawer, and I'm, you know, I'm never going to see it. So it's, it does yeah. the job, and it's cheap, and I've got the tools, and I don't need to learn any new skills to do it. Um, so what is right in that respect? You know, it, 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 you've got to set a set of judgment criteria. Something I kind of bang on about all the time is judgment criteria. But like, what what you try to achieve? Most beautiful, you know, most uh, most difficult to achieve. That must mm. be the right way because it's the hardest way to do it. You know, like, like like Steve, like oh, uh, you're not a real blacksmith unless um, the the object that you that you've you forged it comes yeah. off the comes off the anvil exactly how you want it and with yeah. no stock removal required. You know, yeah. I've just forged this perfect knife with a perfect bevel, <laughs> and I did it all with my hammer because I'm a blacksmith. God damn it! It's like, is is that what is that the right way? Is that what, right? Because it took you just took you five times as long. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, you're, so you're obviously not on the clock. So this isn't a client job. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'd ask the question: What is right, as opposed to which is the right way?
1: Yeah, and I think again because that kind of com- that all comes down to your um your your reasoning for for making the thing. Like you know, if if yeah, f- going back to food for example, like are you what, what's what's the right meal to have um, for for breakfast? Yeah, you know, are you are you looking for a really Hot dogs nice... and
0: rice. Hot dogs and rice. <laughs> Hot dogs so and rice. So someone asked me today, someone asked me today, what my Guantanamo meal was. I thought it was a weird name for it because yeah. it's not necess- you're not necessarily on yeah. death row on Guantanamo. Um, but what what's your death row meal? And I was like, I don't know. I'm in different moods sometimes. Yeah, exactly.
1: You know. Yeah, and it's like even when someone says, "Oh, what's your favorite mi- uh, favorite f- food?" I don't fucking know. It depends what yeah. I fancy. The what's side. your favorite
0: film? Uh, yeah, depends.
2: Yeah, <laughs> but- depends.
0: <laughs> but, it, but like, it depends if we were just talking about hard target or not. We we're just talking about hard target. That's the thing. have never
2: film. seen bad
1: boys too. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that's the thing. Is like it, it is all completely objective, and it it depends on on your goal. So, like you know, going back to the food analogy, if if your goal is to just be fed and have energy and not be hungry, then you know, fucking move to Holland. Yeah, <laughs> uh, like fucking oats and milk. Like that's that's it. That's that's oh, your breakfast. How are you talking
0: a bit of butter. Maybe oh no no no! That,
1: that's what I'm saying. Maple syrup. Saying, oh, no no. Uh, oats, milk. So porridge, porridge. <laughs> Thanks, peanut butter, peanut butter, cinnamon, maple syrup. Well, I,
0: I, uh, I, I'm I, I just kind of wish peanut butter would just fuck off. Oh, it's mate, it. fucking... like everyone just bangs on about peanut butter, peanut butter, this peanut butter. This. I... Like, yeah right. It's been around for a while. Do you know what I mean? It's not it's not that good, <laughs> is
1: it? No, no. This is just like if, if with the porridge, if you mix it all up together, it's really fucking nice.
0: Um... I you, <laughs> I'm not. It's fine. You know, it's all right. It's not Nutella, though, is it? It's not. <laughs> You're right. Put some Nutella in your fucking porridge. I this
2: is worry. this is hilarious that we're talking about food, and of course, you bring up something like peanut butter, which now creates the topic of our discussion, which is like. <laughs> I think peanut butter is amazing, and I eat a lot of it. I think
0: it's just overdone. It's just every yeah. everything's like Reese's. You're overdone peanut butter.
2: <laughs> You can't handle the truth. <laughs> um,
1: but uh, but yeah, but if you wanted to do a breakfast where you know your main objective was actually to to have a really nice, tasty meal and you know spend time with um, with your partner, then you you know you it would be like croissants and coffee or something like that. Or if the purpose of the meal is to get over a massive hangover it's going to be a massive fry up down the greasy spoon Yeah, you know it yeah. it's it depends on your objective like you say it's the, the the judgment criteria the acceptance criteria um and i think that's that's interesting then all right okay because
0: my attitude on that i don't want this all to be about food but you could we could apply this to everything but mostly food but most, mostly mostly
1: mostly fucking love it. i'm so hungry
0: the, the, my mindset changes so on a weekend, my objective is not like slow release carbs to get me through the morning until lunchtime, because I know that I can eat at any point of the day during the weekend. Yeah. So my objective is as many carb as many calories as I can get. Yeah. Like piled on a plate in various different entertaining formats. <laughs> and and that's why like a, a, a full English is perfect on, on a Saturday yeah. morning. Because it doesn't matter if you crash yeah. half an hour after eating it. Um, whereas it would if you, had, you couldn't eat, you couldn't eat full English every morning when you go to work. Yeah. But you could have like porridge because it's going to get you through. So it, what is right one day isn't necessarily right the next day is basically my exactly. point. Yeah. Um, so for, so, for, so to be so passionate and so stubborn about what's the right way, actually maybe it's just the scenario yeah. dictates what is right.
1: I mean, because your, uh, your example earlier on about um, having a, a knife that's, you know, you're perfectly forged on mm. the anvil and all that bollocks, Like, For during the week, for me, that is, I I say the week now, but like, you know, nine to five, Monday to Friday, when I'm working for Alex, that is not the goal. The goal is to get as many done to a higher standard as possible in the shortest amount of time. When I'm at home or in my workshop and I'm just, I'm enjoying myself and I'm playing, then yes, actually, you know what my goal is going to be? I want to make an axe that is almost forged to finish. Like, so I literally, all I need to do is just put the final edge on it and that's it. I'd fucking love to be able to do that, mm-hmm. but I know that that's going to take me fucking well years before I'm I'm at a point where I can do that. But but like you say, like you you set those goals depending on on the scenario, and and I think like you said, with going back to the drawers, like just glue it and screw it. If if it's just a case of just get the fucker done so you can start using it again, that's fine. Yeah. If if your goal is well, actually, when people come round, I want to pull my drawer out and show them my wonderful joinery. Well,
0: people would, people do, yeah. No. yeah why, do pe- why do people put so much effort into to fixing up their car when just a bit of rubber hose, you know, might yeah. might fix it? You know, like you, you could, you can get the job done. I know we've said this before a million times, um, but what? Yeah, what? Who are you trying to impress? Yeah, <laughs> would be my question.
1: Yeah, and but, but that's the thing is, and I think those those different. Um, kind of goals are are what drives a lot of it and and yeah I mean I think we are kind of we're 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 doing what we normally do and and kind of verging (laughs) away from the topic a bit but that's why I quite like um watching other videos because you know I can see the same person or I sorry I can see six different people make the same exact same thing in six different ways because they've all got a different end goal in mind and And, yeah, even if the end goal is the same thing, they've just got a different way of thinking it. So, you know, one person might spend a little bit more time on the preparation and not so much on the finish. And, you know, the other one might be the other way around. Like, you know, it it might be a case of, well, all right, I'm not a particularly good woodworker, so I'm going to get these joints as close as I can, but there's going to be a couple mil gap. So I'm going to fill it full of wood filler, sand it all down, and then I'm going to do a really nice paint job on it. Or it might be actually my skills uh, are in wood joinery, so you know, I'm going to make these joints fucking millimetre perfect, and I'm not going to need any glue. I'm just going to be able to tap, 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 and have fucking wonderful what are they call dovetail dovetail joints. <laughs> what are they called?
0: Well, <laughs> then wood, <laughs> <things called? laughs>
1: wood fingers. Wood um, fingers. <laughs> <laughs> it
0: should be called wood fingers.
1: <laughs> That's it from now on. Uh, but yeah, like. I, I think it, it is very um, it's, a, it's a very individual thing. And I think getting kind of stuck on like you, like you get the fucking trolls that are everywhere. Oh, that's not the right way to do that. Well, fuck off. It works. And, you know, it's, it's it's one of those things that we say on here a lot. If it fucking works, it works. You know, it's it. it, it there isn't necessarily a a right and wrong way to do something as long as the end goal is achieved. I mean there's
0: there's there's a right way to do things in terms of like the law yeah. or people's safety. So like I love like the right way to do electrics done properly. Yeah. You know, people going to town on like everything you got to do to meet code. You know, I I love that. That that that's one point where like objectivity is king or yeah. like um insulation in a house or you know like health and safety or so, stuff where like you you're taking pride in the fact that what you just did is beneficial for people's um fuel economy or yeah. safety. You know, nothing to do with like how nice it is or personal preference, but like, you know, I've done this properly because now it's gonna last for twenty five years. Yeah. As opposed to five years. Might not yeah. look as good, might have took me a bit longer, but it's the right way to do it. And I, again, I love I love I love Jobsworth in that in that respect. Like I don't like Jobsworths if I'm just trying to fucking go to the shop and somebody's like, <laughs> "You got to do it this way." Oh, fuck off! Yeah, but like Jobsworth in terms of like someone in the trade, I, I fucking love it. You know, oh get god, it, you, it, yeah, yeah. Get, get it done properly. And you don't have to worry about it again.
1: Yeah, again, that comes down to um, to to the end goal and, and the objective. And I think even within that, there are there are I don't. I don't want to say right ways and wrong ways but th- like there's you know th- there's different ways of of, of achieving that mm-hmm. that that right end goal um and that's that's one of the things I love it and getting to see that and that's you know that's part of the learning experience i mean back in the day you would have like blacksmiths for example or carpenters or whatever you know you would have worked under a master craftsman and you would have learned exactly how they do it and that would have been it
0: but um to me that's that's the danger in that and that's like an echo chamber yeah well, nothing what, new is coming into that loop.
1: Yeah. Well, what, I, what I was going to say is, you would have learned under them, and that would have been it. Yeah. And then you would have gone out, and you would have done your journeymanship. Yeah. Okay. And and under that, you know, you go out and and you you work with all these other blacksmiths or carpenters or whatever, and and you get to gain from other people's experience because that's the thing is at the end of the day, the only way we can get better is through experience, whether that's first hand or, or second hand.
0: So why do all pigeons sing the same song? Because pigeons are
2: pricks. Breath. That hit. <laughs> I thought there was more to that and no one laughed good job so this is on that same topic steve i've had this discussion openly with jim um which is why i feel better about saying this because it's not meant to be condescending but i've had to have this discussion with him a couple of times where um you know it's it's become a running gag where it's like oh well you know i've been doing this for 25 years and or 30 years, because he has competency with certain tools or certain executions of projects, and he's well justified saying that, right? Watching him on a bandsaw, there's a reason he's that good. It's (laughs) because he's got thousands and thousands of hours on it. Um, The thing is, you know, being in the situation that I'm in, and working on projects with him, and being allowed to learn alongside, or, you know, give me some pointers, um, it's led to things like it didn't take, I'm not going to say that I'm anywhere near as good as he is on on a bandsaw, but I imagine that what took him 30 years to get to the stage that he is, it, if I continue at this pace, it, it will probably be not 30 years for me. Yeah, Right? Because, and here's why, I'm not trying to say that it's because I'm learning faster or better. It's because I didn't have to spend 30 years learning all that. Yeah. He's feeding me 30 years worth of information in three years that I've been with him. So everything is being condensed and consolidated and all the trash is going away. Yeah. So similar to, you know, design work, Al, you've spent how many years getting, you know, all of the hours and all of the time that you've spent getting better and better at what you do as a career right now. Um, If you were to have somebody really come underneath you and say, teach me, I'm going to eventually go on to do what you're doing, or, you know, I want to go into my own uh, situation. And you, you wouldn't start them with all of the mistakes that you made, you would allow them to make mistakes on their own, you know, fruition, but uh, condensing all of the knowledge that you learn with the right person, I feel like that then becomes an opportunity for, you know, you fed them everything you can. You've given them, you've taught them how to fish. And now maybe they will go and get better at fishing than you ever were. And I like that idea. I think that's one of the most invigorating things about what we do or what we're all striving for is I, in my specific example, I'm able to learn very quickly from somebody who's effectively spent 30 years figuring out their best ways of attacking everything yeah so all i all i witness is the best ways that he knows to attack things yeah he's a great problem solver which means i'm not having to sit there for weeks on end watching him go well how do we do this (laughs) i don't know (laughs) you know i just get to watch the execution of it and go okay so i'm not that comfortable with a nail gun is there another way that i could do that which comes down to interpretation at the end, right? I don't necessarily see it as the end-all-be-all way of co- of executing things, but I know an option, and I know an option that works. Yeah.
0: yeah. So there's a, there's a really interesting take on this dynamic, and it's um, something I saw around flat earthers. Um, <laughs> and we're not going to humor them by, by talking about them <laughs> on this podcast. Just watched Simon Dan. Um, it. But there was... The, just a fantastic, like, basically just shut down the whole conversation by, by, by a scientist. And they they talked about the whole discipline of science from day one. Science has been about trying to disprove theories. Yeah. So, anyone comes up with a scientific theory, hundreds of thousands of people around the world spend hundreds of thousands of hours trying to disprove it. And that's how science works. Yeah. You don't just make up a scientific theory and that's science. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's what flat earth is. And um, somebody just makes something up, and then everyone believes it and follows it. Science, by its very nature, is about trying to prove it wrong. So I think what you're saying, Brett, about like somebody who has all this knowledge and skill, and for all intents and purposes they are right. The 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 best thing we could do is to try and spend time to prove that person wrong. Yeah. So if this is the best way to use a nail gun, mm-hmm. what if I what if I try a hundred different ways to try and break that method? And in doing that, I'll invent a better nail gun. Yeah. You know, you, yeah, can't, so you, it, can't, you can't take something that works and go, oh, I'll try and make it better. You try and prove it wrong. And that's yeah. how you make it better, because you'll, you'll, you'll find out the way that, it, that it's yeah. incorrect, I guess.
1: Be, be, because you force them to, to kind of validate the, the method or the technique yeah. or whatever.
2: Yeah. All right. Th- th- yeah, go on, Brett. Well, I, I think that's why well, initially when I would bring stuff up like that with him... Um, it was always met with a little bit of reservation, yeah. you know, yeah. well, it's of, time of consuming. Like, and it's frustrating because there's pride but, involved. Yeah. 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 And it's, again, I'm, I'm not trying to make this some kind of like condescending, like <laughs> <laughs> I've learned all the things. Yeah, yeah. Um, absolutely not the case, but I love a challenge. Right. And so watching something get done by Jim, who definitely knows a lot more than I do and has a lot more experience doing certain projects and you know i i haven't made ten thousand sets of shelves like he has um but just being able to kind of take a step back and go well why do you do it that way and it's you know those initial reservations of well because that's how i fucking do it and it's the way you do it (laughs) not that he ever said that in so many words but (laughs) that was definitely kind of the attitude because this is how it's done right because this is how you do this uh it then became you know, once we got through the interpretation of no, 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 I'm just asking because I wonder if there are other ways yeah, yeah. or is that way more advantageous because of what you're trying to achieve by the end of it? And you go, oh, yeah, French cleat because this and yeah, also yeah. I can take yeah. it off the wall versus I'm just going to shoot two giant screws into some studs behind this because that's all it needs. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then like understanding what that actually meant. It wasn't a right versus wrong. It was like we've been talking about throughout the episode. It was what the hell is it for? Yeah, This shelf's going to come down in two days. So for right now, yeah, there's screws in it because yeah. no joinery master is going to come in here and be like, well, this is poorly executed.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean, I mean is, is, is he talks about this a lot
0: in terms of when he goes into consulting places. Yeah. And he has to go into places with guys who have been doing it 30, 40 years and tell them that not necessarily that they're doing it wrong, but there's a better way to do it yeah or there's a more efficient way to do it and especially when it's like a business and you're trying to you know cut down on production time for example that's largely what he's doing yeah to go in and 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 say to somebody if you just stand this way (laughs) and do it this way and move that there and you can imagine the kind of shit that he gets and the the stubborn kind of
1: especially because a lot of the time the reaction is going to be oh well that yeah that what's what's
0: Three it's seconds worked for us, so
1: for this yeah, long, you can't. Exactly. Come in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, and it's like that. Three seconds over over the course of a day, yeah. and then a, yeah, all that box.
0: So, Brett, you 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 brought up about like kind of um design and and how you know c- how can you pass on the right way to do something, which is essentially um personal and creative. Like you, you know, that someone can teach someone how to 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 do life drawing. You know, get the proportions right but you can't teach someone how to draw. You know, that's that, that's their own artistic interpretation. That's that's art. You can you know, it's 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 personal, it's subjective. Um but literally this week I was I was helping um one of the juniors to learn how to use After Effects. And my favorite thing about After Effects is that there is no right way. That piece of software has been designed so that you can do you can achieve the same thing Possibly an infinite amount of ways. Yeah. And there's no handbook, there's no guides, there's no rules, there's no step-by-step. It doesn't tell you what to do. It, it, it's just, here are the tools, do whatever you want. And if you picked any, like, motion graphics guy, they'd they, 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 they achieve something, and everyone would do a completely different way. Yeah. And none of them will be the right way, um, because nobody, nobody has dictated what, what is right or wrong. You know, if, if if you get into, like, coding, people get really specific about the way, you know, the syntax and stuff and how to properly code and, and you know, whether you use fucking tabs or space, three spaces, yeah. you know, like, the, there's right ways and wrong ways. But but a tool like After Effects where it's just open, and I love this more and more with, like, open source things, I think this is a fantastic mm. time to be alive when when people just offer out things they've created and, and made it available for people to adapt and change, you know, Linux. It's like, this is amazing, yeah, because it, people are actually admitting that, that this is this isn't right. This isn't this isn't Apple. We're not saying this is the way to make computers. We're saying you guys know how to make computers. Help us. Yeah, and I fucking love that. If, yeah. if I think if more people had that attitude again within the realms of people not being in danger, um, <laughs> I think it would be a much healthier world and a much more productive and fruitful creative world. Anyway.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think because I think like you you saying that about the fact that there's not um that you could get a hundred different um video guys and they'd all do it in a different way and i think linking that back to what brett was saying about jimmy like the at the end of the day like that's the whole point of having a teacher is to to show you how they do that thing yeah but when when you're at school you don't have one teacher for the entire time you're at school, you have lots of different teachers and they'll all come up with different ways and different techniques. And you'll get to see lots of different things, and different techniques. And like, I, I, I'm fairly certain that the, the best craftspeople that I've met are that, that way because you know, they've, they've done their journeymanship as it were. They've, yeah. they've traveled around. They've, they've seen other people and they, they will watch and respect the way that other people do things. Even if you know, even if they, their way is more efficient or faster or better or whatever, they'll still pay attention to what someone else is doing and why they're doing it like that. Because that's the key thing at the end of the day, is why do you do it like that? What's what's the reason for doing it that way? And you know, if you go to if you go to a hundred different carpenters and they all do one thing exactly the same way, you know, they all they all hammer a nail in with the sharp end pointing down, mm-hmm. you, you're gonna know that. You know, may, maybe there's something to that. Um, Why is he not going in from the back? And yeah.
0: Like, well, the header then they are on later.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but at the same time, like each, each one of those is going to have a different little trick and a different little thing for the way that they do things. You know, they're, and they're going to show you those little um, things that they've picked up or that they've invented or that they've whatever. And, and you'll be able to take, like you'll be able to absorb all of them and figure out the ones that work for you. So the same as like with After Effects, you figure out how you use it and how that works for you. The same with, um, like when I was working with uh, Photoshop this week, I'm sure that if a, a person that uses it every single day saw the way that I was constructing it and the design process that I went through, they'd be going, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you doing it like that? That's a ridiculous way of doing it. But it worked for me. It meant that I was able to... Construct it in my head, um, and then transfer that onto the the screen. You know, it, it meant that I was able to keep track of all those things, yeah. and and I think that's one of the things is the more uh, the more you accept and the more you respect the differences of of other people, other craftsmen, other um, other makers, other teachers, technicians, whatever. The more you can improve yourself. Whereas if you close yourself off and say, "No, I've seen it done this one way, <laughs> and I like that." You're you're never gonna you're never gonna progress. You're never gonna expand. You're never gonna um, what's the fucking word? Uh, develop. You're never gonna develop as a person. You're never gonna evolve. Um, but on, on,
0: on the flip side of that, there's 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 something to be said to sticking to your guns and doing oh, yeah, it your yeah, way. Yeah. You know, a bit of Frankie. It's like if if you found a way that you're happy with and you're comfortable with yeah. and you enjoy it and it it does the job.
1: Yeah, but that that's the thing. Sorry, that's that's. Um, that's what we're saying is, is it's not about um, going in and going. Oh, well, they're they're doing it a different way, so yeah. I'm just going to do it the same as them. It's about, I say, respecting the fact that people do do it a different way, and <laughs> they do. <laughs> and it, it might not be a case of that works for me, that doesn't. It it you know you you figure out what works for you and what which bits you like, and if they make sense to you, then you do them. If they don't make sense to you, then then you don't. I mean, I, um, I love
0: watching like uh, like Jody welding tips and tricks. Yeah, because that is the the right way to weld, yeah. I presume, you know. I don't know. I don't know anything about welding, but from what I've seen, you know, there's not a lot of people say, saying that's not the right way to weld. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'd love to, to 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 head in that direction. You know, I might pick up some little cheeky, naughty tricks along the way, or some bad habits along the way, yeah, and end up with my own way of welding. But for me, you know, it's good to have it's good to have a beacon of rightness. Yeah. Whether or not you end up there, you can be heading in a direction, and yeah. you can head off on little sort of creative avenues and, and interesting routes to do it. And it it, it comes down to like you know the, your physics and, and mechanics of you. You might you might be built in an entirely different way. Yeah, where holding a chisel might be completely different for you. Yeah. So you know the, the the Pinsky the Pinsky shuffle using a plane. You know <laughs> yeah. he yeah. he probably has an entirely different way of planing because he's a certain height. Yeah, and you know Matt Cremona's hands are tiny so he's going to hold the plane in a different way to everyone else's so yeah. the, the there is your way
1: yeah definitely whether I mean, it's the same as because that's one of the great things about watching uh, Alex and Joe working together is the fact that <laughs> Joe's a short ass and Alex is yeah. a giant so you know they, they have a different way of, of doing it you're even... doing it wrong you're not tall enough <laughs> <laughs> but it's like even down to uh, like how you hold a hammer you know mm. everyone has a different grip for what's come to me you know, I, I stand at an anvil a com- what is considered a completely wrong way because I I stand as if with I'm left-handed. With your face right
2: next to the... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but,
1: but, you know, I, I stand um, as if I'm left-handed and I don't know why. I've just always done that. And um, and but if I try going
2: the other way, it just feels it's really... So you can switch right, halfway yeah. through and totally throw them
1: off. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Rocky I am not left-handed. <laughs>
1: um But yeah, it's... I, I I don't know where I was going with that. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, and I do. I think it, it's worth. Um, I think I think that's that's the whole point of of this this entire community, and 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 yeah, you know, that's the point of watching other people make stuff. Is the fact that you're going to go, ah, oh, I didn't think about that, and you, and you pick up those little tricks. And I think even go back to what you were saying about bad habits, like having a bad habit, and then figuring a way around that bad habit. Because you know you do whatever, and you come up with a technique around it, means that actually, when you learn the an, another way of doing it, that means you don't have to worry about it. You you might you might find that you know because you're because you started off welding and you were constantly welding down like upside down or something like that, so you got used to welding like that. It means that when you when you start welding on a table and you don't have to do it, it's like, oh well, this is much easier. And actually, I'm really. Far ahead now because I'm, yeah, you know, I'm already paying attention to where the puddle's going and all that sort of shit. But, um, yeah, do you guys have anything else on this before we go? No? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> People, People let me think that we think that are spiffing... spiffing. So, Brett's going to go first this week because his battery might die. So, Brett,
2: who would you like to... (laughs) Why do you get so descriptive? We're professionals here. I have my laptop on a charger. I totally understand what's going on.
1: People know that we're not that professional. People love it.
2: All right. Easy. So, uh, I am definitely going to choose Steve Pellegrino uh, from this weekend. He did...
0: Delicious carbonated beverages.
2: (laughs) Yeah, he brought all of his own family water. It was amazing. (laughs) Um, As as somebody who has now gotten to experience a handful of our different teachers for the classes, and as well as my own, um, Steve is that same dynamic of what we've been talking about in terms of he's good at what he does. He's very willing to divvy out the information and explain why he does it the way he does it. But being able to watch him, then see everyone's interpretation of his information and extrapolate on it and go, oh, so this is how you like doing this, or this is what you're going for. Everyone started out with a relative templated form, and he just ran with everybody. And so everyone has these really unique and personal stylings of their blades. He just had such a good attitude about it. And then I forged him a throwing knife, and the joke (laughs) was like, Hey, thanks for helping me with the stock removal class and then turning the forge on and forging something. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And just had like a lot of good laughs. He's a really good guy. And honestly, he's super talented. So if you just want to go and look, if you are an aspiring knife maker or anybody that maybe wants to get into it, take a class, anything, Steve's Steve's a great outlet. And he will absolutely share what he knows, which is more than he gives himself credit for.
1: Nice. Cool. That's a good spiffy. Yeah. Uh I'm going to go next and I am going <laughs> I'm going to go with uh Irvin Finkel who on Instagram is a miniature schnauzer from Vancouver. <laughs> but in, in the, the the Irvin that I'm spiffing is not the miniature schnauzer. Uh he is in fact the curate or one of the curators at the British Museum. Um, basically this shift i've been in the office on my own quite a lot uh and so i've watched a lot of youtube and the british museum channel is a really really good channel there's lots of um really cool fun interesting things and uh Irvin finkel looks like a museum cura- curator he's, you know, he's this this old dude with a really big white bushy beard and great big <laughs> bushy <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> um, and uh but he's he's really fun he's really quirky he's certainly very different um and like he he started working at the at the museum because he wanted to learn um how to read hieroglyphs uh but the guy that was supposed to be teaching him how to read hieroglyphs died so he just or went like
0: hieroglyphs.
1: no oh. uh so he just went fuck it and then learned to read cuneiform and is now like one of the leading people in the world about reading cuneiform. What's cuneiform, Steve? Um, it's a different form of writing in the uh I can't remember the name of the region mesopotamian. Like, yeah, I was going to say like mesopotamia and places like that. Um and it's it's basically writing that's done with little bits of lines rather than actual what we recognize as letters. Oh, can I like um, runes? Yeah, very similar. Um but yeah, he's a really really cool really interesting guy. Um so, uh, yeah, go check them out on YouTube. And, yeah, if you like miniature schnauzers, then go check out Follow that, the, the other, other one. one. Yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, Follow the real one. The real one. <laughs> uh,
1: what about you, Al? Uh, I will
0: go back to uh, who I was talking about earlier, Shane. Shane Conlon, who is on, a, on Instagram and YouTube as DIY for Knuckleheads. Um, He's fondly known down under as uncle knackers um he's just just a really really nice bloke, really down to earth um you'll learn things from watching his channel but it by no means is ever labeled as the right way to do things yeah it's just his way of doing things um yeah and he's just a he's a charming bloke.
1: fantastic good shout uh any other business yep that's, this is where you carry on talking. All oh, right,
0: uh, Yeah. Uh, make it central. Yeah. So we, we um, as the Fools with Tools podcast, are on the last thing on Saturday on the main stage. So, uh, so if you're going to get a ticket, get the Saturday one.
1: Yeah. If
0: you're not going for the whole weekend. Um, and we are doing our usual shtick. We'll probably do a QA and a last time that went down really well. Um, and we're also doing the prize draw so there's a fundraising event at maker central you can buy tickets on the day uh, and at the end of the day we're going to be up on stage giving out all the prizes probably get nick up on have a bit of fun um and maybe some pyrotechnics um (laughs) so yes we shall see you there um yeah Maker central if you haven't got your ticket by now just fucking get it because yeah
1: yeah, it's I mean, because I think the other thing to mention is obviously the fact that we are going to be doing. There's the the Make with Makers tent. Yep. Um, we we as in me, Alex, and Joe are going to be there with the Forge, possibly with Rasmus helping us out as well because he's going to be here as well. Nice. Um, and there are lots of really fucking cool things going on. Yep.
0: And so, um, so, Soph and I are kind of um, hosting the Great British Make Off. Yeah, which was, was really fun last year. Um, it was kind of kids and families getting together and try to like out outdo each other with kind of like a, a scrap heap challenge kind of vibe. So I think looking forward yeah. to that as well.
1: Yeah, no, that was really good fun last year. Uh, cool. I think that is everything. Uh, just to prove that his battery didn't die, Brett. Didn't <laughs> I'm goodbye. still
2: here. Hi, hi.
0: <laughs> cool. Right. Even we love even, you. Even, even if he did go, it doesn't matter because. No one's ever really
2: gone. No one's ever really gone. Star Wars, Hansel, or Sean Bean. They're all dead. They're all dead,
0: Dave. (laughs) Everyone's dead,
2: Dave.
1: Oh, Jesus. Uh, Yeah, uh, we'll see you next week, guys. Bye!